Hey everybody, Dan Sixsmith is here, and welcome back to Sales is King. We're in Dallas, Texas this week at an exciting Sales Enablement Society inaugural conference, and we're learning all kinds of exciting things, and I am thrilled to be with Liz McCormick from Pegasystems, and Liz, tell us what you do and What's going on? Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I do work at Pega Systems out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, my role there is Director of Sales Effectiveness. Um, and primarily, my focus is on our frontline sales managers, as well as uh, implementing a sales uh, methodology. So I spend a lot mm -hmm. of time in the field partnering with our sales leaders awesome. um, and really helping to apply that um, out in, the, in their deals. Oh, excellent. Very exciting. So tell me a couple of key things you've learned down here at this conference so far. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest things was from Ori Brockman's presentation yesterday mm -hmm. talking about, you know, sometimes you don't have to change the, the content, but you have to change the way that it's delivered. And he did a great example of a video set to different music and, you know, just the mm -hmm. whole uh, mm -hmm. uh, mood in the room just changed. Um, so I think that's, that's one thing. I would say the other thing is uh, what was you know, just still the, the definition of sales enablement. Mm -hmm. You know, where's that mm -hmm. something we're trying to tackle here even after all these years and right. of still other kind entities. Of the wild west. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to do so. Yeah. Very interesting. I've uh, I've been to a lot of exciting presentations. So when you think about selling today, um, what are the top one or two challenges you're trying to help your sales team um, solve out there? Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a lot of um, you know, issues with just, you know, having a lot of information to go learn. You know, a, a lot of times people have done selling where they lead with all of their products and features, mm -hmm. um, and the customers don't really care about that. They, right. they want to something about, about themselves and, you know, maybe some insight from some other uh, experience that the rep has, like bringing them some kind of value. So getting people to really do that and feel confident doing that right. um, is absolutely something that I see. Um, the other area is what I like to call situational awareness or situational mm -hmm. fluency and, you know, getting people to learn all they have to learn and, and this upping their skills so that when they're in a situation with, with a customer, being able to uh, kind of pivot and based on where right. that conversation may, may go. Yeah, we've been hearing that quite a bit um, from people, you know, um, it's okay, you might have a script, but then how do you kind of think on your feet um, is key. The other thing I've been hearing a lot about is how do we make sales more of a strategic partner yeah. or a subject matter expert? Um, so there's been a lot of kind of conversation around that. Um, how are you helping sales to become more kind of a, a thought leader or a subject matter expert versus just the, the kind of right. you know definition of a sales guy or gal? Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a lot of, uh, I mean, when you get out there, you, do, you get prospecting emails or calls and everybody sounds the same, right? Right. Um, so sellers just, it just kind of is the nature of where the, the role has evolved. Um, and you think about all the information that customers or prospects have early on the sales cycle, um, you know, they, what is the, the role for the seller, you right. know, at that point in time? Um, so I think just going back to really understanding kind of about their customer, what are some things that they're seeing? What are some things that, you know, some insight they can bring? That's something that we're really trying to do to, to help them. And knowing that you don't have to know everything, nor should you try. Right. It's about the customer. But if you can even flip the conversation to start with the customer instead of, you know, yourself, that right. goes a long way right out of the gate. Right. That's the biggest challenge today because, you know, I've been in sales a long time. You've been around sales a long time. You're always, your comfort zone is talking about, what you know best, which right. is your solution, your demo, um, your customers. 
all that stuff. So the pivot today is how do you get better at discovery? You yeah. know, how can you be, we talked about it in, in one of the earlier um, uh, interviews, you know, how can you become more curious? Yeah. You know, how do you get the customer talking more? And I guess it's just something that you can continue to reinforce, you yeah. know, get them out there doing it more often. Right. And, you know, seeing how it kind of turns out. I yeah. Guess Absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, just kind of coming in with some type of hypothesis based on what you've been able to research and learn right. goes a long way. Because even if you're not 100% right, the customer appreciates and really expects you to come in with some sort of an, uh, that information and not ask them something that they could have found out on Google for five or 10 minutes uh, prior to the meeting. And so even if you're wrong, the data shows that that really is something that customers expect and prefer versus the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Um, so are you seeing good results now, you know, taking this approach, uh, the kind of the more challenge-focused approach, you know, the more um, putting the customer and their needs and priorities first? Is that starting absolutely. to work for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think, you know, just get the feedback that I have gotten from after working with sellers and sales leaders on this approach and practicing with their teams, then they go out and they, and they do it with their customers. And mm -hmm. just the feedback from that point and how well that resonated um, is doing great things for the sales process mm -hmm. um, and accelerating that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the interesting things we learned yesterday was obviously uh, Jill Raleigh talked about social selling. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love to get your take on it, you know, what you, how you define it and then how you guys are using it uh, successfully out there. Yeah, today. absolutely. So social selling means a lot of things to a lot, you know, to different people. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think in my mind, social selling is, is having some sort of presence on social media and doing more than simply, you know, liking different posts or tweeting different things mm -hmm. about you and your company. Some of that's fine, some of that's good, mm -hmm. but when you can really think about what's going on in your customer or prospects industry that they might find interesting, that's really key to establishing right. your brand as someone that's just out there for more than, you know, to get a, a sale. Or in some cases, you know, some LinkedIn profiles are still set up for someone's next job. Um, yes. And that's typically the first place that a prospect will go to find out about you when they first hear from you. Yeah, we talked about this quite a bit. Um, the number one reason why buyers reject sales, according to this new study from USC, is trust. Yeah. And we've been talking a lot here about the importance of your social profile mm -hmm. um, to either establish trust or kind of get people skeptical. Yeah. You know, do you have, uh, are you sharing a lot? Are you writing, posting? Are you doing videos right. like this? Are right. you putting yourself out there? Authenticity seems to yes. be a really, really key word today in, in not only sales, but across all lines of business. So that was one of the you know the key things um, that I picked up from Absolutely. that. Um, tell me a little bit, you had a phenomenal presentation yesterday on change management yes. and driving this process. Because let's face it, and I just literally before you got here, was reading an article that says, um, the biggest risk today is actually the status quo mm -hmm. and, and standing pat. So I feel like change management and selling change is going to be huge going yes. forward. And you did a phenomenal job yesterday, and the, the participation level was off the charts. So tell us a little bit about that presentation. Absolutely. So, you know, like a lot of organizations um, at PEGA, we, we want things, we want to sell more, and we want to do that <laughs> more quickly and, you know, changing strategy and you know, adding, you know, new headcount and things like that are certainly things that kind of, that, that hinder that. You've got people to, to, people have to learn different things. They've got to practice a different way of selling. 
Um, and so a lot of this is how do you do that with an organization that's growing so fast? And so getting people aligned is mm -hmm. huge. And mm -hmm. it's, again, a common sense, not necessarily common practice kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So getting, getting everybody on the same page to get that internal message is key. You've got to have the support from your leaders uh, to reinforce, and you've got to have really that consistent message at your frontline sales managers. Um, so one of the things that, that once, once you have that is thinking about how, how do we enable those frontline sales managers to carry that message so that they feel like it's good for them exactly. and it's good for their team. Right. Um, right. Oftentimes when you implement a big change, it's not so effective to just do something at a sales kickoff or on a webinar. You have to right, do Right, a more. mandate that yeah. just people have to follow. No, that's tremendous. So have you seen the buy-in, you know, with this yeah. approach? Is it people, I guess, are either largely, I guess it's one of these things you either embrace it and succeed or yeah. you, you, you fight against yeah. it and you, you hit the trails, yeah. right? So, a absolutely. Um, you know, and and that's, uh, I, I think it's a, a critical skill today in, mm -hmm. in your field is this selling change and then kind of pushing this. And yeah. really what you're doing is you're selling internally the way you want yes. people to go out and sell yes. to the customers, right? That's exactly yeah. right. And, you know, for something like this, you know, just because I say they should do something, they, they're not going to do it and they don't have to or nor right. should they necessarily. Right. But one of the things that I try to do is actually partner with that sales manager mm -hmm. to figure out what's the best approach for his or her team, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's not only that, but how do you roll up your sleeves and actually help them apply this, mm -hmm. apply a new way of selling or a new approach to what they care about, which is their actual deals. Right, um, absolutely. So that that's really what, you know, and it's one of those, if, if it goes well, we do it more. If, we, if it doesn't go so well, then that's okay. Mm -hmm. But it's been successful. Awesome. Um, what's the biggest mistake salespeople are making today? Um, you know, I'll go back to something I said earlier, really around sticking to a script. You know, right. they, uh, it, 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 you know it's tough because you expect sellers to know so much yep. these days. And it, so it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. So if you know a lot, you want to, you're learning a lot, a lot of the steps of learning, you know, you got to sort of memorize it. You got to get it in your head. You've got to figure out, okay, these are the facts of what I'm right. going to talk about. Right. Um, but then there's that next step of, getting right. it really in, so internalized that right. you can pivot. And I see a lot of sellers only get into that first point and they, again, just want to go through each PowerPoint slide. Right, or and then stuck, fully. yeah. And it doesn't matter where the customer wants to go, they're stuck there. Do you do uh, or encourage role playing and things like that ahead of time? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think best case scenario, you know, there you would have some sort of meeting preparation before every customer meeting where you might go through what are the objections that we think we might hear and right. how are we going to handle that and let's actually talk that through and right. have a, a role play. Right. I know sellers don't like doing them. I but know it's, it's every horrible. feedback you have to do it though. You know, is it you know? it's effective? So yeah, you have to do it. It's like uh, if you want to be good at golf yeah. or you, you know you you have to practice, right? So right. it is practice. Now certainly you can. You can learn on the fly in, yeah. in the game situation, but you don't want to go up there and strike out a lot right. and, and, and call it learning. So this is awesome. It's been so great to meet you. How do yeah. the uh, folks kind of follow you on social and what are some of your handles or Twitter? Absolutely. Or yeah. So on Twitter, I'm uh, Liz McCormick, B-O-S, which is because I'm out of Boston. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I'm on LinkedIn, Liz Monroe McCormick. Um, you can find me and follow me or, or connect with me on uh, any of those social platforms. Awesome, guys. And anything on this leading this sea change? You need to speak to her because it was an amazing presentation and she's one of the, the foremost leaders on it. So reach out to her. Great. Thank Peace. you so much. Thanks, guys. Great to see you.